Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Goodwill Meditation Group webinar. I trust all of you can hear me well. Um, if not, you can just type something in the chat and I will see it. So we're glad to have all of you here today joining us once again for this monthly webinar. We meet here today to take part in a group meditation on Goodwill and also a group discussion on um, related themes. This Goodwill Meditation Group seeks to facilitate the flowering forth of goodwill in all manners of human thinking and relationships. And really, the group links up each week, not just each month, at noon on Wednesdays in your local time zone. And we invite you all to join each week and to use the Goodwill Meditation and to support this work. This webinar meets on the last Wednesday of each month, and it seeks to support the weekly work of the group, which has been going on now for many, many decades. And also, our aim is to introduce new, new members to the meditation and to the Goodwill work in general. Today's webinar is being held as part of the 99 Days of Peace Through Unity initiative which links two global events, World Unity Week, which began on June 18th, and the International Day of Peace on September 21st. Today, I'm here with Steve Nation and Evangelia Savardi, excuse me, Svadari, hope I pronounced that right, um, who will speak today after our meditation on the theme, Peace Through Unity, Coming Home Together which reflects on the theme of the 99 Days of Peace Initiative and also both of the important events which it connects. So um, before we proceed, let us just join together briefly and sound together the mantra of the group of the observers. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one world through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. So one cannot really reflect on the themes of unity and peace without also talking about love. 
goodwill is one of the simplest and most universal expressions of true love. Today, humanity faces many grave problems, and the root of these problems can be traced to the fact that love is not the motivating factor, the motivating impulse behind those areas of human endeavor. Nature abhors a vacuum, and if not motivated by the principle of love, then other qualities inimical to this principle inevitably take their place. The way of materialism is still the line of least resistance for humanity. Without a conscious and comprehensive effort to cultivate love as the motivating principle behind all human action, then we continue to err. On the other hand, love as goodwill is present today in every community, in every nation without exception. And it is stronger than in any time in history. Goodwill is the saving force which can direct human intelligence along, along right lines and whereby the barriers of separation and misunderstanding can be dissolved. The organizing of goodwill, its conscious strengthening and proliferation in each of our communities is thus an outstanding necessity. Goodwill exists wherever the heart, the mind, and the hand are allied towards the common good. There are innumerable ways to bring goodwill into whatever circumstance or field of spiritual expression one finds themselves. And today, I challenge all of you to reflect on how, in your environment, you can bring this energy of goodwill to life. And after reflecting, follow through, speak and act and bring goodwill which is essential love, into expression. This all of us can do wherever we find ourselves. Such a focusing of energies is difficult, but once accomplished, it enables one to live one's life at a point of real spiritual tension, wherein the soul <clears throat> is brought to bear on one's personal life to such an extent that one's deepest spiritual purpose begins to take form. This is the peace unlike aught known before that our coming Aquarian age will bring, wherein, quote, the will to good will flower forth as understanding, and understanding blossom as goodwill in all. So now let us proceed with our meditation.
we link up in thought with all those people throughout the world who are working with this goodwill meditation group. Reflect upon the fact of relationship. You are related to your family. Your community. Your nation. the world of nations. And the one humanity made up of all races and nations. Use the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Reflect upon your own and humanity's relationship with all those beings who dwell in the higher realms of mind and heart spiritual hierarchy of saints, rishis, 
bodhisattvas and masters honored by all the world's religions and spiritual gurus. Imagine that you are standing together within the center of a spiritual hierarchy and immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this heart of love is known as the Christ. Other faiths have other names for the one at the center. Maintaining that high point of contact, let your thoughts reach out to include all members of the human family and having the energy of good ones acting.
center of all love, I stand. And from that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the energy of love flowing from the hierarchy through the many women of goodwill and into the hearts and minds of all people, infusing them with goodwill and creating loving, harmonious relationships. Meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right human relationship, and restoring peace on earth.
Realize that you are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity, through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems, and healing all differences and cleavages. Now linking in thought with the men and women of goodwill all over the world, sound together the great invocation. Say it with deliberation and full commitment to its meaning, knowing that you are radiating its potent energies to humanity. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everybody. So, Mr. Nation, Steve, I'd like to invite you to turn your video on and share some thoughts with us. Go ahead. Thank you, Michael. Can you hear me okay? Can everybody hear me? Yes, sounds good. 
Okay, that's good. Um, so it's good to be here. I see there's 104 of us. It's um, it's good to think of 104 folks, all part of this call from all parts of the world. As Michael mentioned earlier, the webinar today seeks to contribute to and to support the um, project 99 Days of Peace Through Unity. A wide network of consciousness-based goodwill groups from all parts of the world will be meeting online platforms during a 99-day period, sharing the work they're each doing for world unity. They'll be learning from each other and above all, to quote a regular participant in these goodwill webinars, Dot Maver, they'll come together into coherence to build a community expressing peace through unity in the spirit of cooperation and right relationship. And this project that began 10 days ago culminates with a week of events that centered around the United Nations International Day of Peace on September the 21st. So for those of us who work together with the Goodwill Meditation Group, um, any and every attempt to bring together diverse goodwill groups from across the planet under the umbrella and the recognition of the reality of the one life, any such attempt can be seen as something to celebrate and support. This coming together of like-minded groups into organized shared spaces is so much a phenomenon of our time and so much a sign that the growing recognition of the fact that we are all part of the one life is challenging increasing numbers of people to find ways to cooperate with others in the sacred work of building an outer world that reflects the inner sense of unity and oneness. Every Wednesday, this is a weekly group, a weekly group working with this meditation. Every Wednesday, we visualize the energy of love flowing from the spiritual hierarchy through the men and women of goodwill in their millions and into the hearts and minds of all peoples and all nations, infusing them with goodwill and enabling loving and harmonious human relationships to grow. And so we can imagine this energy of love flowing through the etheric field that will be created by the myriad groups and individuals participating in the 99 Days Initiative. During all events like this 99 Days, active servers in one field, in a whole particular discipline, are exposed to servers from other fields. And we can just imagine how group telepathic fields are being gently stirred and energized through all of these interactions. And we can imagine the role that these fields of relationship are playing as the world of the one soul reaches out into the worlds of form and matter and time and space. And so that the plan of love and light is in process of working out. For the relationship between the human world and the spiritual hierarchies that are to be found in the depths of the human are being energized in our time with phenomenal degree of potency. And projects like this 99 Days of Peace Through Unity are an example 
of where we can clearly see this is happening. Projects like this also provide opportunities for everyone who tries to be an effective server in the world, for all of us who are trying to really learn how to serve, it provides an opportunity for us to learn to discriminate between that which seems real and useful because it is truly inspired by a spirit of fiery universal love and by our will to establish right and balanced relationships. And that which uses the language of peace reunity, but seems to be primarily centered in the desires of the separated self or on the efforts to promote or market one specific approach to right relations above all others. I think it's one of the things we're constantly learning the skill of discrimination. Peace reunity is an interesting phrase to ponder. It's a wonderful phrase. It's something to think about. One of the earliest pioneers of a movement for peace reunity was the late Gita Brooke. And she wrote, it is open to us and is desirable to deepen a sense of our invisible unity and in spirit with all created life and with the source of that life. And so to draw to us an ever greater capacity to serve in cooperation with our fellow human beings in establishing right human relationships and right relationships with the animal, plant and mineral kingdoms and with the laws and forces of nature. Another strong proponent of peace reunity was the late Avon Madison, a regular participant in these Goodwill webinars. Avon is widely recognized as the founder and leading proponent of the United Nations International Day of Peace on September 21st. And she was a source of inspiration and a co-worker for many of the organizers of the 99 Days of Peace Reunity project. Shortly before she died, Avon spoke on Zoom and to the 99 Days community. And you can see a copy. It's worth looking at this, this just sort of statement that she made reminding the, or the community that peace is not a noun, it's a verb. That peace is an active conscious state of concerted action for the benefit of all beings. And Avon noted that the ancient Sanskrit, Sanskrit meaning for Libra is I choose the way that leads between the two great lines of force, reminding everyone on the call that beyond the apparent polarity of opposites in humanity, there's a third factor, which Avon referred to as an overarching will to good. And that's really what our work is about, bringing all of these movements, including the 99 days of peace reunity and seeing them in relationship to this overarching will to good. Thanks everyone. Thank you, Steve. Um, Evangelia, would you like to come on and share some thoughts? Hi there. Hi there. Thank you, Steve, that was great. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna be showing a presentation. So let me oh, bring it up. 
Okay, I think you should be seeing it now, right? Well, let's assume that you are. Um, I would like to thank Michael for sharing this um, information about the World Unity Weekend, the 99 days um, for peace through unity. I think it's quite important that we showcase these initiatives um, for the reason that they just give us an opportunity to think um, on these matters. For my part, uh, my presentation is uh, an attempt to approach the theme of peace through an uh, occult point of view that focuses on the interaction of energy and force rather than anything else because sometimes it's helpful to depart from the social or the psychological uh, in order to gain a, a cleaner a more i don't know maybe <laughs> a, a more neutral perspective but let me get on with it thank you So peace is a dynamic process of adjusting, conflicting, antagonistic, or opposing forces. This can be done by a third factor, independent of the conflict generated by the antagonistic elements, however still linked and able to liaise with them. The third factor must be able to perceive and observe the, the conflicting forces to be adjusted in order to work with them. Moreover, the third oops back. Moreover, the third factor must be able to perceive a unified purpose in order to rightly direct the individual forces, thus alleviating their conflict, because they're all looking in the same direction. Different forms within which conflicting forces are sought to be balanced will serve different unifying purposes. The purpose, however, is of the life expressing itself through the form and not of the form itself. Once the purpose has been identified and the conflicting forces directed to its attainment, a greater field, a greater field of activity can emerge. As the unified forces of the form either are directed to the purpose of the life behind the form, they inevitably find themselves moving or becoming active in a greater field of expression or within the form of a greater life. That which was perceived as uniform and synthetic now gets implicated in conflict or in interplay in a wider field. 
Hence, the process begins again on a different level. In order that peace may prevail within any form that houses a life expression or in any sphere within which a life expression is active, the third factor, the observer, cannot be stationary but must be able to shift their position and perspective to maintain overview of the respective field of expression or activity all the while remaining active within it. This is the role of consciousness. Goodwill emerges with the faintest link of an individual form to the unified purpose of the greater life expression or form within which it finds itself. The individual form's increasing degree of awareness of the unified purpose enables it to increasingly make the sacrifices required by the unified purpose. This way, cleavages continue to lessen. I'm going to show a series of images which essentially depict this process might be useful to clarify. So this is conflicting forces. Erring pas not. The center in the circle. And we have that. This, this, this is peace. And as that becomes uniform, the whole process begins again. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Evangelia. That was that was beautiful. I love that. I love that ending. That was so perfect. To just put it put it right into the visual representation. It just brought it all together. It unified. It unified everything you were saying. So it was just perfect. Thank you. Um, Steve, would you like to come back on as well? We can see you there we go so thank you thank both of you um and thank you everybody um this is the part of the webinar where we open it up to discussion not just the three of us obviously but we'd like for you also to get involved everybody on the on the zoom call so please if you'd like to share you can of course type in the chat uh, we may read some of those if we have time um, or you can raise your hand and we'll call on you, unmute you, and you can you can speak to the group. To raise your hand, you go to your Zoom toolbar, click on reactions, and there's an option there to raise hand. I just raised my hand. 
That's Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. Um, I would like to add something. Yeah, of course. Just popped to me. Um, we we because goodwill is a concept that we use in everyday life, and we are familiar with it in everyday life. Sometimes we forget um, a line that um, clarifies how the concept, well, the energy of goodwill works. And it says that goodwill can move easier on the mental plane rather than in the emotional plane. So <clears throat> this is good to remember um, because goodwill involves sacrifice. And sacrifice is not always something that's easy to the emotion. And I think that sacrifice very often presupposes um, a mental decision as well mm -hmm. as uh, an emotional inclination. That's all. Absolutely, yeah. And when the two are allied together, you know, when, when the soul's the one that directs both of them that's when you have the really powerful you know powerful exactly. sacrifice because it's meaningful and it's done with full consciousness and exactly. that right yeah so um one thing i thought evangelia when i was listening to your talk is this whole idea it's, it's an esoteric idea but i think it's when everybody can relate to even if you don't have any knowledge of esotericism that the idea of of unity or of the human search for unity, of achieving unity, of creating unity, is in some ways a discovery of what's already present. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because we know the nature of reality is that everything is actually already unified. And yeah. so um, in, well, esoter in esotericism, we have this symbol, even on the lowest plane, the physical plane, where we're all obviously so, where there's space between us and there's distance and it's easy to be walled off. Um, even on that plane, esotericism or the Aegis Wisdom teaches that there is, you know, an etheric, an etheric body or an etheric correspondence, like a vital body that goes through everything that is sort of physical in nature, but even though we can't see it. And actually that body is literally just one body connecting all things, even outside of our planetary life altogether. And we can just imagine, tune into that simple, that simple, very physical fact of that energetic connection between all things. And it's, it's right there before us, you know, we don't have to go very far, we don't have to go too yeah. high. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think that um, all energy healers will know that because they are touching that with their hands every day. And also any anyone who has, who has doubled um, in exoteric science uh, will also know that because um, everything is energy uh, and this is a statement of fact. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is that we can't really see it, but we can't see it with our physical vision. Um, we can see it with our other senses um, if we train them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. If we train them properly. And it is a unified field mm -hmm. and it is there. And all these conflict and all these uh, cleavages exist only in consciousness. Mm -hmm. We know that this is what we're trying to bridge. We're trying essentially to bridge our uh, consciousness of how life is. Because life is unified. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. And, I think one of the yeah. one of the things that really interests me is that um, I loved your reference to, like the role of the observer, Evangelia, and 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 the role that the mind has to play in this. And when we look at a, you know, so many movement, but something like the ninety nine days movement, to me, what it suggests is it's evoking from participants um, who are all just human beings at all different levels on the path. Um, the ability to observe what, how the plan is unfolding in human consciousness. So that's a really powerful thing because for, for, it's all very well to have, um, you know, many philosophies have the idea of standing of the observer, but the practice of observing, particularly in one's own nation, of actually observing the potency of those who are working with goodwill and those who are um, like consciously seeking to bend the moral arc of the universe, which is another way of saying the same thing, um, to see that this is a real group that requires this ability to stand as the observer. And it can only be done when it's done through the plane of mind. And a whole this incredible sort of network of activities that represented by 99 days project enables sort of hundreds and thousands of people to have this recognition and to me that's really powerful steve i wanted to also ask you about something you quoted avon madison saying that i think is actually really profound and I'd love to hear what you think about it a little bit more, but when she said, peace is not a noun, it's a verb, (laughs) which I think is such a beautiful statement. And it's really rich with meaning. I think as well, you know, we think of peace as a static thing, something to be achieved and then maybe forgotten about or, or then it's there, you know, but it, it, it requires action first of all, but I think maybe what she was referring, I don't want to, I sort of, I'm sort of asking the question, answering the question I just asked you. So actually, I'm going to shut up now and, and let you let you share, because I'd like to hear what you think. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, well, like you, I, th- I agree with you. It, it's a, actually, in a way, that's a perfect definition of goodwill to me. Mm-hmm. That, 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 because um, goodwill is obviously a verb. Yeah. You know, good, good, goodwill, um, maybe we use it. It's interesting because the word goodwill is used almost as an adjective because it's used uh, as a sent- some sentimental idea. But the reality is that goodwill includes the word will, and therefore, obviously, it clearly is a verb. In other words, it's a doing thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's in a way what um, Avon was getting at as well. Um, that we think of peace as if it as if it were some noun or something that's going to happen, whereas if we look at it as a verb, we see everything is a process, and we see even in our own lives it's a process. Building peace through unity, you know, there's a there's a lovely reference um, in the Alice Bailey teachings, suggesting that um, that when Christ really took on his role he became peace through unity. And what that suggests is that this phrase, peace through unity, which implies the triangle that even that you were talking about, Evangelia, 
um, because it implies a piece that is above the two points at the base of the triangle. And yet, because it has elevation, it is the only perspective from which the wholeness of the three points can be seen. And, um, you know, it's conflict is about conflict is always about duality. And yet we grow through duality. Goodwill is relevant because it's relevant to the problems, because we see the problems of poverty, we see um, the problems of climate change, we see the terrific awakening of human recognition of the problems and sensitivity and the sort of the pained heart, particularly of young people, the pained heart of humanity's recognition of the problems. What all movements like World Goodwill, but like this whole family that formed 99 Days of um, Peace for Unity represent is an attempt to help consciousness lift to the third point to see that these problems have to be looked at from above. And then we can see that they are what are generating the path towards unity. They are what are generating the way through to a flourishing communities, to communities that truly flourish. Thanks, Steve. Joshua's got his hand. Joshua's got it. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to unmute Joshua. Go ahead. Hi, everyone. There is a comment on the Facebook live stream from MN Nick. Says, thank you all for the opportunity of this group work that unites us all. I think of peace as a synthesis achieved by overcoming opposition of a greater or deeper form or situation. Better if achieved by enlightened love or goodwill. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, it's so difficult when we talk about, you know, conflict, you know, and because when you look at any specific problem out there today, there's, say, it's international relations, you know, there's a war going on in Ukraine. You know, we speak sometimes in terms of principles, in terms of ideals. And sometimes when you go to apply those ideals to a specific situation, it's not so simple. And so there's a lot of discernment that's needed. And that's really, I think, when we get down into the specifics of a situation where it's even more important, like what you said, Steve, to look from the angle of the observer. And in those very contentious situations like what humanity is facing today, I mean, these are problems that humanity hasn't solved. That means literally nobody can solve them. You know, out of all the very, very intelligent people in the world, there's geniuses working in every field and a lot of them, and they're working together and they're working well, and yet we still haven't solved some of them. And so the, you know, what's really asked of humanity is to go even, even beyond that, you know, all the intelligence and the expertise we have, plus the sort of what we call spiritual, but really is just sort of the quintessence of our human nature, the soul, just to really call on that high, that highest power, which is available to us to see things as they are. I think that's the 
And that's what we're, that's sort of also what World Goodwill seeks to encourage, you know, it's that sort of, that sort of high perspective. So it's really important to, to our work. It, it, I, it, to me, it's beautiful because it also reflects the fact that goodwill is an expression of love. And mm -hmm. what you've just spoken about, this recognition that the process of building peace through unity is a process. It is a verb. It is sort of the way I, all of us, all of the 86 of us now on this call, um, we're involved in a process and so we ourselves uh, are not, or maybe um, one of the 80, 85 of us is, are not expressions of peace reunity. And yet we're in a process. Uh, and therefore, it all comes down to this evangelia, to this triangle. Um, and because we're part of a process, it allows us to observe with understanding and with the deepest love, because as you say, Michael, none of these problems have been solved. And yet what we can see is an increasingly intuitive, um, wise multitude of efforts to respond to the urgency of the problem. And that in itself is how... The, may the plan of love and light work out. That is how the plan of love and light is working out. And it's only when we can stand at the high point in the triangle and that we can begin to see the beauty of the way in which um, these principles and laws are gradually being brought into focus in the world of time and space. And once we see that, then we see that, um, by God, anything we can do to help others see that goodwill is present and that goodwill holds the seed to the process. Goodwill is the essence, the seed to the process. Maya has her hand up. Oh, she does. I didn't even notice. I thought that was Joshua still for some reason. No. All right. Go ahead, Maya. Whoop. I can't seem to turn on my camera. Okay. We can hear you, though. All right. That's fine. Um, well, actually, um, Steve said most of what I was going to say, but um, I think we're all on the same wavelength. Um, I just wanted to thank you, Evangelia, for the, the quality of simplicity of your presentation, because it took it out of any particular realm of language or any particular, you know, realm of work and put it into a much higher sort of more scientific um, universal language, which I thought was very interesting and very useful. And uh, a great sort of uh, playbook that could be applied in any situation. So thank you. Well, thank you for saying that because that was my attempt. Um, because sometimes we forget that all of these things that we're talking about, we're essentially doing them. 
Um, and uh, we're talking about the observer and the third point in the triangle, but in everyday, in everyday life, we say take a step back when, you know, when you're in a situation, you can't make sense of it. And essentially that's what we are saying. That's what we're telling ourselves. We're telling all ourselves to get out of the conflict so that we can have an overview of what's going on. And that at that point, we are becoming the observer. Um, goodwill is very much um, linked to the concept of purpose. And I think in the future, we might be asked to utilize this um, link to a, one, to a unified purpose in order to get over ourselves and get over our conflicts and get over our differences. Um, it's precious, every effort to make peace, every effort to alleviate human suffering is precious. But essentially, what brings everything together and all of us together is the purpose. And um, a show of goodwill is um, essentially setting ourselves aside in order to serve that purpose, that unified purpose of the one humanity or on a wider, um, from a wider point of view of the one planet, or if, you know, even wider if one wishes to, the one solar system and so on and so forth. Thanks, Maya. There's another hand by Eleni, I think. Um, there we go. Go ahead. Yes, hi, thank you. Um, thank you, Evangelia, um, for your presentation. And uh, um, as I hear you say, take a step back, now I can, I can say what um, was arising within me before. Uh, in relationship to this third factor that that you spoke of so uh, clearly, so immediately you know there is something about recognizing the ancient nature of this third factor um, in this uh, coming of the opposites together and creating a common space. Um, and from which birth into time and space um, can arise from a place that transcends these two spots on the base. Um, and I'm so I am so sitting with the ability to bear the tension of the conflict, to bear the opposites, so that the third place, the third factor can, um, can arise uh, or precipitate or just become possible. Um, and bearing the tension, of course, I'm, I'm just going into um, the other side of it, where one is swallowed by 
many a times the emotional self. Um, and sometimes not only individually, but collectively. Um, and so there is something here about, yes, the observer, another word for me that is very dear to, to my heart and to my soul is the witness place. The witness place um, to, to be in relationship um, outside of, um, to, to, to hold a place at a point outside of the conflict and bear the tension and bear the tension within and around. So um, thank you for, <laughs> for listening to this. I appreciate it. And thank you again for this wonderful, wonderful presentation. Thank you, Eleni. So it's about just after one o'clock here in New York, an hour on from when we started. And so I think it's about time to wrap it up. Steve or Evangelia, did you have anything else you wanted to, to say in closing? Just to thank everyone for being here with us and meditating with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, here, here. Thank, thank you. And um, thank you, everybody. Yeah, it's, and it's lovely. You know, this, the fact that this is a weekly um meditation a wednesday meditation and then we come together as a group those of us who want to on once a month is a lovely thought because it's not just a webinar it's the actual doing the meditation on wednesdays mm -hmm. so thank you everyone it's lovely thank you i thought maybe in closing i would just read this quote that um jenny DeAngelis shared in the in the chat box and it's a quote from um, the alice bailey books from the tibetan and it says the present embodies all the past, and the future depends upon the clear seeing of the immediate vision. So let's just end with a moment of silence. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next month, if you are able to join us, on Wednesday, July 27th, for our next webinar. Take care. <laughs>